Welcome to Bible Insights with Wayne Conrad. God's Word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Today's subject, Praising God, Some Incentives. Psalm 147 opens with this statement, this summons. Praise the Lord, for it is good to sing praises to our God, for it is pleasant, and a song of praises is fitting. And the psalmist David prayed in Psalm 51, O Lord, open my lips and my mouth would declare your praise. Surely those who know the Lord join David in this prayer. Lord, open my lips and my mouth would declare your praise. Now, there are many reasons why we praise God. The most fundamental reason is because of who he is. Praise you, the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise Yahweh. When we see God for who he is, when we get a glimpse of his person and character, we'll spontaneously praise him. God has revealed himself as holy, as gracious and merciful, the one who is plenteous in love and full of compassion. We must see God as he is revealed in his word, especially in the face of Jesus Christ. One reason for the low level of praise in our lives is our woefully impoverished view of God. Our God concepts do not conform to the revelation God has given of himself. In short, we think too little of God. Our low opinion of God contributes to a lack of praise. You know, Paul told believers to give thanks to God in every circumstance of life. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. But you can't actually fulfill this command of Scripture unless you think right thoughts about God. So let's think right thoughts about God. How much control do you think God has? Does he have power over all nature, over all the earth? Can he change and arrange my my circumstances or any circumstances and any person as he desires? Do you actually believe that all things work together for the good for those who love the Lord and that nothing, absolutely nothing touches your life except by his permission? In short, do you believe in God, the sovereign Lord of heaven and earth? If so, then you can praise him in everything because you know he can turn all things into benefit for us and for his glory. Secondly, how good is the God you worship? Is his word and his promise true and faithful? Do you believe everything he does in this world is from his loving heart and for your total benefit? There's a little chorus that says it so simply. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. Do you believe God is all powerful? That he is more powerful than you or the devil or all the demons of hell? Do you believe that he has so much power that he can turn our failures into successes and our past mistakes and even the lessons of past sins have taught us into our good? There are many examples of men of faith in the Bible days praising God. Moses, David, Isaiah, Ezekiel. Each one of them began to see God for who he is and what he really is. 
As their concept of God was lifted by his revelation, the response was spontaneous and free as they bowed and wept and clapped their hands and shouted and sang for joy and praise and even danced before the Lord. Praise is a natural response of love. It flows out of a caring relationship of being on intimate terms with the almighty God. Oh, let us praise the Lord for who he is. It flows out of a caring relationship of being on intimate terms with him, the almighty. Let us praise him for his majesty and his glory, for great is the glory of the Lord. Let us praise the Lord for his excellent greatness and his holiness. Exodus 15 who is like you, Yahweh, among the gods, who is like you, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders. Let us praise him for his wisdom and power, for his goodness and mercy, for his loving kindness and truth. Truly, his loving kindness is better than life. Let us extol him for his faithfulness and truth, for God will perform all of his word. He's utterly dependable and trustworthy. So catch a glimpse. Knowing the character of God and believing the character of God is revealed in his word will produce in you heartfelt and true praise to him, the almighty Lord of heaven and earth. There's another strong incentive for praising God. That is his wonderful works. We praise him for what he has done. In Isaiah 43, we read, But now thus says the Lord, your creator, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. Let us praise God for his acts. These works include creation, for he spoke and the worlds came into existence. Let us praise him for redemption, for the Holy One sent his only unique Son into the world in order to redeem men and women and make them the children of God by faith. His mighty acts also include his preservation of the world he made and his special graces to his own who love the Lord Jesus Christ. He has created us and formed us. He has redeemed us. He has just called us by the gospel and has accepted a father's responsibility over us. Oh, let us praise him for the great benefits of the gospel, forgiveness of sins, peace with God, and imputed righteousness and the indwelling Holy Spirit, spiritual blessings upon blessings. And God has promised even to meet the material, physical needs of those who seek him above all. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his wonderful works toward the children of men. Now, there are other incentives for praise taught in the word of God. God has made us with a mind to think, a will to act, and emotions to feel. We are to praise him with all of our ransom powers. Praise is the divinely given means for the release of the emotions directed by God's word. I love you, Lord, said the psalmist. Let the saints be joyful in their king and pour out their adoration at his feet. We're to worship him with our mind, thinking thoughts worthy of him, with our will put in motion to obey what he says, and our emotions, our emotions to say, I love you, Lord, and to feel his emotion toward us.
There's another great incentive for praising God. And that is that he takes delight in his people. And he has special pleasure in the sound of their praises. And what am I saying? Is it an incentive to praise God? God likes to be praised and he enjoys hearing your voice say to him, you are great, you're wonderful, you're holy, you're glorious. Thank you for saving me, for redeeming me. Thank you for hearing that prayer. Thank you for being with me when I needed you. All of these things are there. We are the objects of God's pleasure. He is redeeming a people for his namesake, and they are the apple of his eye. Praise is a God-given means by which we are enabled to bless the Lord and to give him pleasure. Oh, Christian believer, have you ever thought about what God is doing in your life? He is transforming you day by day into the glorious image of his son, Jesus Christ. Now, I didn't say, did you feel your growth? You don't feel growth. Growth is experience, and other people may see growth, and perhaps you notice it from time to time. But you are growing because he is working in your life. He is transforming you day by day, step by step, into the glorious image of his beloved son, Jesus Christ. Now, that works a long way from finished, but it will be finished in all of its glory, when you seek Christ, when he comes again. Now, this is a cause for unceasing praise because of gratitude for his completed salvation. The Bible also makes it clear that when we're praising God, we're joined with the heavenly host and the high praises of God. Praise brings God very near because he is said to inhabit or dwell among the praises of his people, Psalm 22, 3. Praise him to enter his presence and to have him speak to your heart by his Holy Spirit through the truths of his word. Let's just praise the Lord. Let's praise him in the morning. Let's praise him at noon. Let's praise him in the evening and through the night. Let's praise his name with every aspect of our person, with every available means at our disposal. Let's lift our voices in praise and let's sing and rejoice before the Lord. Let us lift our hands in his presence and speak forth the glories of his name. Charles Simpson once wrote, Charles Wesley, I'm sorry. Charles Wesley once wrote, oh, for a thousand tongues to sing. My great Redeemer's praise, the glories of my God and King, the triumphs of his grace. Oh, what about using the one tongue? that we have to praise him. O Lord, our God, our Father and our Savior, we do praise your glorious name. Amen. This has been Wayne Conrad with Bible Insights. And the next time, let's just keep praising the Lord for who he is and for all he has done.